Welcome to the Huge Quickly Podcast, episode 21. I'm Danny. And I'm Ella. We have some some guests here that we're really excited about in the in the studio. Tim Hammer. Hey, What's going on, Tim. I'm here. And Jason, is it Traeger? Jason Traeger. That's right. All right. We're really excited to have you. We've been eyeing you, to, you Tim, for a long time. That's that, true. That sounds weird. But <laughs> from afar. Not we stalking you, we promise. Yeah. <laughs> Are the doors unlocked, Jason? Can you go chat real quick? <laughs> I won't let them hurt you, Tim. You're mine. Never again. Yeah. We'll let you leave, but only in about an hour. <laughs> okay. You have to stay for this long. Uh, yeah, I was kind of excited actually, because once we finally confirmed that this could work out, I, I got to send a, an email to Anna with the subject. It's hammer time. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> I always look for, for ways to do that. Yeah. He was pretty excited. <laughs> how, how often do you get that? Hammer time. The MC Hammer reference. Pretty, pretty often. often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty. See, like, my mind went to, like, Tim Hammer, like, Tim the Tool Man. Do you ever get that? Yeah, sometimes, yes. yeah. Yeah. There's also <laughs> Timmy the Tooth. Oh. I, saw, I probably shouldn't actually mention that. <laughs> that That's like, probably not going to help oh. at all. Timmy, Timmy the Tooth, the can you give tooth. us a little rundown? What's Timmy the Tooth? I don't even know. <laughs> it was like some kid's show like a long time ago. Yeah. It was like a tooth named Timmy, I think. Oh, yeah, it rings a bell. Special. I don't I don't remember. Yeah. I'm mm. guessing dental hygiene was something to <laughs> probably. do. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Use your fluoride or something yeah. like that, right? <laughs> yeah, where do you guys come down on this whole fluoride debate here? There's, there's some impassioned Portlanders. Yeah. Not care? I'm directly in the middle. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. I um, I think it's one of those things you just uh, forget about. You know, you don't think about it. It's not going to kill you, I don't think. It might help your teeth a little. I don't know. Something don't know. like that. Yeah, it's this one of those things you don't think about because we had it. We grew up in a small town in Washington, and, and they have fluoride. And they're not they're not dropping dead <laughs> no. by the dozens over there. Let the bodies maybe... hit the fluoride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be. We got to make a song now yeah. during this wow. podcast. The bodies right. hit the fluoride. Yeah. Let's lay down some beats. <laughs> I think Tim and Tim can handle it. <laughs> I'm gonna make a bumper sticker. It's a hell of a ride. Fluoride. <laughs> fluoride. <laughs> Those people do not seem either for or against. They don't seem like they think it's a laughing matter at all. So Maybe. I don't think yeah. any of the fluoride jokes are really yeah. gonna land. No. Uh, no matter what side you come down on. Yeah, I'll no. just lay flat on the floor. This <laughs> isn't no. all fluoride jokes. That's all yeah. I'm doing today. Yeah. I've been preparing like for hours. You're doing a really good job, actually. I'm very impressed right off the bat. <laughs> so you just got done with uh, Bridgetown. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it seems like that's really gotten bigger in, in Portland the last couple of years. It seems like it's really taken off. How was your experience? It was really awesome. This was like, um, I think the second time that I've done it now, like... Uh, the first year was great. I just did two shows. I did like the, it was like a new faces show, mm-hmm. which was at Mount Tabor Lounge, which was kind of a smaller show. I didn't really have a fun time there. And, uh, the next show <laughs> after that was awesome. It was like the Eagles Lodge closing show. And it was with like some of my favorite comics. There's like Nathan Brandon, who's from Portland, uh, Hannibal Burris, mm-hmm. who's like a writer for SNL, 30 Rock, and did like, you know, our Comedy Central special and a bunch of other things. And he's hilarious. And then, yeah, this last year they put me on like four shows. And then, um, the first show was just, I think, Bar the Gods primetime. And then um, one of the people booking the shows asked me if I wanted to do the Baghdad opening show. I was like, oh, yeah, that, that's fine. And she was like, I thought you'd be more excited. She's like, that's the one with Dana Gould. And I was like, oh, oh. And so then I got excited. And she was like, are you faking it? I was like, no, no, I, I didn't know. I'm just bad. I'm bad at faking enthusiasm. It's yeah. so like if it comes out naturally right away, like, but sometimes I'm in shock. And then when I say it, people don't believe me. Like, 
uh, sometimes I'm like, oh, great set. I'm like, oh, thank you. I'm like, no, no, I'm serious. I'm like, no, no, no thank you. I'm like, it really... I think since she had to ask you, she's not going to believe you that you yeah. were <laughs> legitimate. Yeah. Well, um, we, I got sick in the middle of, uh, that weekend, which is really stupid. I was, I was here by myself for the whole yeah. weekend. Bridgetown. Oh, weekend. I was just like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go that. And I ended up just like doing nothing. And, uh, it was really sad actually, because that was like the big, what other event is there? That's, that's the big one. Yeah. That's like, that's the big one. That's the big one. Yeah. Justin, did you perform at Jason. all? In- Jason. Oh my God. <laughs> How the hell did I already How mess that one up? How could you screw that up? Damn it. it happens Could surprising amount of times. Could be because we just met them 10 minutes ago. <laughs> it's okay. Jason. We aren't even comics, really. <laughs> We're just guys that you, knocked on your door. We're stunt doubles for Jason us. and Tim. Damn it. <laughs> Those guys that come to your door, like Jehovah Witnesses or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we knew you guys looked familiar. We didn't uh, get any of those here. Are they, are they in this town? I don't know. Um, they were on rampant. It'd be way too hot town. today to wear a suit. Like I used to get I Jehovah's know. Witnesses up in North Portland. Really? Yeah. Yep. Well, that Old reminds ladies. me. Uh, you just saying such a nice day. I sort of feel like we're robbing from you guys because oh. it's this has to be the nicest day it's that true. Portland's had. He's right, Jason. You want to go? (laughs) Let's all do this outside. Get out of here. Had to stay here for an hour, Tim. I know. About about twenty minutes ago, I was like, I wonder if we could just set this thing up outside. I don't. (laughs) Could make bird sounds. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, it would really kind of add to the ambiance. You know, we're we're out in nature a little bit. Mm -hmm. But it seems Mm -hmm. like Portlanders. It's almost like we're like. abuse children or something because even when it's nice like it's like oh, is it, where are the clouds like they're they're coming right like is yeah. it seriously going to be this nice old yeah. day yeah rain you is know? somewhere there's a comic named gabe dinger who's very good and he's one of our friends in in portland he has a joke that's on that based on that exact premise that it's like <laughs> we're like abused children or i forget it, yeah. exactly how it goes but it's just it's along those exact lines we just know not to get too excited yes. if you get too overjoyed the rain clouds are rolling in any second now yeah to ruin your afternoon yeah I'm trying to or you, I feel like it's always your kid. Like I'm a biker, and I feel like it's only like five o'clock. It'll be like this beautiful day, mm. and then it's like five o'clock hits, and it's like thunder, lightning. It's crazy. I feel yeah. like that's how it always kind of works for me, at least. It starts snowing. Yeah, it's like, hailing, I... wind. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's the thing here is that it just changes so fast, so you can't really just just sit, just settle down and be like, oh, let's go on a hike or whatever. It's like normally <laughs> yeah. you don't know what is going to happen twenty minutes down the road. So yeah. layers. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Layers. It's all it's layers. True. Are you guys from out. Portland? Both of you? Want either of you? Tim. Yeah. You, you grown up being abused Sh- by Portland your whole answer. life, then? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Portland was the name of the guy who abused me. <laughs> so. Yeah, Jason. I'm from. I was born in Seattle and raised in mm-hmm. Seattle. I have a large family in uh, Portland and Willamette Valley, so this is always one of my main cities. Being but... a Washingtonian, do you know Ellensburg, Washington? Ellensburg, Ellensburg, sure. which mm-hmm. is where of Danny course. and I are from. Oh yeah, yeah. in the middle. Yeah, so Probably... you do know. Yes, <laughs> rodeo, rodeo. That's country. another one thing I can That's tell. That's right. Yes, yep. I used to screaming rodeo trees. There, Mark Pickerel. So. Yeah, yeah, yep. That guy went to. Uh, Ellensburg High School. Yep. That's true. And he runs that, or ran that record store for many years there. Yeah. Uh, I remember that, that they did the music video for, it was a really famous song. They had that one big one. I, I almost know. lost you. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I almost lost you. Keep, keep going. Oh, yeah. Keep going. I think that's it. <laughs> do the whole song. I, I nearly lost you. Sing for us. Can't remember. Yeah, <laughs> it was they, in the rodeo song. arena, right? Yeah, I was, just, I was gonna say they filmed the music video in uh, the rodeo arena. Yeah, that's yeah. how much Ellensburgians like our rodeo. Yep. It, Anna used to be a rodeoer, actually. Yeah, so. Wow, really? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yep. there's a Doing photo what? of me right there on a horse. Oh. Just trick riding and stuff. I used to rope and 
cattle wow. and tie up goats and yeah. Damn, that's really impressive, actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so like a good place for me. Yeah, because I, once <laughs> once I really got kind of reconnected with her after after high school, we, she was already done with that. But it's like no, no offense, but it's like one of the co- most interesting things about you is it's this yeah, rodeo yeah. past. But it's not it's over. You're not reaping the rewards at all from that. No, not at all. I think it'd be pretty cool to see you tie no a, rope play. A, no. Whatever. <laughs> well. <laughs> White rope. She still gets the lasso out every once in a while. Yeah. Spurs. Do tell. Yeah. <laughs> I put up a good fight like a calf. Yeah. Good. But, um, yeah. No, it'd be, it'd be fun to do that again. She wants to teach me how to rope. <laughs> I, I think that'd be cool. Maybe someday. But it doesn't... It, I don't uh, have that kind of patience. Yeah. I don't think it'd be very oh, good. That's really it cool. It doesn't seem like something that a lot of Portlanders would really appreciate. Yeah. I don't get that sense. Artisanal mm. roping? I think that would be... <laughs> No. Hmm. Uh, yeah, every once in a while, a calf dies. I think once they true, knew that, that's where they wouldn't go over as well. <laughs> so, um, I have a little uh, continuation to a story from earlier. I, I told a story before that I, I had a sort of semi-racist event happen to me, which was really interesting. Being a white dude uh, that doesn't normally be subjected to that kind of thing. Hmm. Uh, Tell us. My more. my people are generally on the other side of that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, I, I ordered, I ordered Chinese food and, uh, the girl asked if I, how hot I wanted it. And I said, I'd, I'll, hot, I'll have it hot. <laughs> and she's like, uh, you know, it's really hot. And I'm like, okay, good. You know, like that's, that's what I'd like. And then she said, no, I'll, I'll make it medium. <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? Like how white, how white do I look? That's like it's a hate crime. <laughs> it's a hate crime. Yeah. But what was, you know, and it's kind of like, it's kind of like, um, like what parents would say to kids, you know, like the kid comes in and he's like, you know, I'll have the triple cheeseburger. And he's like, okay, so I'll have the double, you know, slow down. I want extra cheese. Like, I love regular cheese. <laughs> yeah. That's a weight crime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what was kind of ironic about it is then it was still super hot. Like I was still, I was, she ridiculed <laughs> oh, me. The right like, and then she was right. Probably. She, she was totally right. Was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So was, this is a three. Yeah. yeah. She, she was either it. right or she made it super extra hot just to prove a point though, which yeah. I'll, I'll never yeah. really know <laughs> but i decided to go back there because it is a, just a convenient place to go for where was for this where'd you go it's, it's by my it's close to my building downtown oh. uh and it's one of those places it has like a it has a full restaurant but then on the side is like a walk-up window like for lunch Very and handy. stuff yeah, it's handy and it's really cheap but uh the same girl was there and uh i was the only one there i was the only one ordering and she's <laughs> she she looks at me right in the face and she just screams out, sweet and sour chicken, fried rye. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know Took if the, all the construction workers on top of that building next to me heard you. <laughs> she's like screaming at me. I think she knew that I, that I maybe didn't like her from last time. And then I'm like face to face with her and she's just like, you want sauces? And I'm like, no, no. I'm like, Jesus, no, I'm good. Like she's screaming at me. But the, the real problem was then I got back and realized, I wanted sauces. Like you don't order sweet and sour chicken and then not get extra sweet and sour chicken. Here I am. But she flustered me so bad with her screaming that, uh, I ended up with a dry, just not good. It's already not good because it's like cheap Chinese food, really. (laughs) But, uh, so I don't know if I can go back after that. It's been too. You got to check out experiences in a row. Tim's a connoisseur of chain foods. And he, he, he'd recommend <laughs> Panda Express. <laughs> Is that really a recommendation? Something good happening there, no, I, yeah. I, uh, uh, chicken sandwiches, dollar chicken sandwiches. There's like the Wendy's dollar chicken, which is actually 99 cents if you want to go a penny oh. cheaper. Mm. It's like, you know, McDonald's dollar chicken, which is actually a little bit spicy. 
Um, nobody <laughs> believes me. There's like the spicy McChicken. Yeah. Regular McChicken. I had the regular one. And, like, I was kind of sweating, and everybody else was having the spices <laughs> and was saying, there's no way mine was spicy. But I was like, no, it's, Making like, it's up. different. They're like, it's just pepper. I'm like, it's not just pepper. <laughs> Nobody believed me. He's having the sweats and from a McDonald's I'm hammer. sweating thinking about it right now. And, yeah. Are you sure but, it's not our 100-degree apartment no. right now? Maybe. No. I don't know. Chicken sandwich. Yeah, you're kind of like my... It's, you sound like my dad, actually, because he <laughs> almost gets like physically scared. I think if something <laughs> seems too hot, it's like he he really wants to enjoy his meal and he yeah. can't handle Does it. Does he recommend any good chicken sandwiches places? <laughs> He's told me before just avoid the Mc, the McChicken altogether. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? If he wants an eating buddy, I'll definitely go with him. <laughs> it sounds a, like yeah. a fun time. Good yeah. eating buddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had the the chicken little? Oh my god! That, mm, don't don't even don't, get me started. I don't usually. I just do short ones. I don't usually go into long rants. But um, oh boy, um, they Good used time. to have the the other chicken thing, chicken sandwich. Oh, the oh. snack KFC snacker. Oh. It was ninety nine mm-hmm. cents. Most disappointing it, thing it, ever. It, it was decent. It was, uh, and they had uh, and now the chicken little was like a dollar twenty nine, like thirty cents more, and it's like half the size. It's like they took a yeah. hot dog bun, like cut it in half, <laughs> and that's the chicken little. So and, if you had like the chicken little before the snacker, I mean, like years down the, I mean, way back, like ten years yeah. ago. Oh like, no, I, yeah, I never had the oh original. Oh my god, talk mm. about was like it... one of the most disappointing things of our high school. You know, you'd go you'd be like, okay, I'm gonna get like the 75 cent chicken little at KFC. It's great. I would say you all get, of my like... prom nights were the most disappointing. Part of high school. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's called chicken little because the value is falling. Well, they... like right. It's the a value rip-off. is falling. The value like, is I'm going to go in there screaming that. I'll be like, the value is falling. What is this? This is a ripoff. The Man. value is falling. There's only going to be like one guy in there knows you're talking about, and he's going to be like, yeah, <laughs> seriously, this is bullshit. <laughs> try to flip over a table, but they're attached yeah. to the floor. It's all bullshit. Throw some down. straws on the ground or something. Yeah. I don't know. That would be a way to prove your point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used to work at KFC in high school, actually. Oh. And, uh, yeah, it was kind of like a. Tr- uh, I don't know if they're the same ones they have. They still are now. I think they were better back then, but they were like this little treasure that no one knew oh, about. Yeah. But it nobody ordered them. That's why they went away because nobody ordered them. But yeah. they were pretty delicious. But it was like sixty cents. You'd buy like five of them. It was yeah. just like a one of those cheap white rolls, mayonnaise, and yeah. chicken. You couldn't go, couldn't wrong. go wrong. Yeah, mm. but see, it's kind of sad because now we're getting a little older, and all the deals we used to have are totally gone. Like. The Whopper used to be ninety nine cents. Like that's how it always was. And now I just saw a commercial for the Whopper Junior for a dollar twenty nine. I'm like, what? Am I supposed to be impressed? Like yeah. this is ser- ser- seriously overpaid or overpriced. It's smaller and we're charging more. That's right. Get ready. Yeah. But they they just distract you with a little song and dance. Yeah. Yes. Now it's like that's all those commercials. Working, are. It's really sure. sad. We don't. Uh, I don't even have any places that i like anymore that are, that are fast food because they're all that's all a lot wendy's is the only one it's the wendy's the only thing i get fast food is the baked potato and then you pour the chili over the baked potato oh. and eat it well if you go to gourmet. wendy's do you get the frosty you have to get the frosty nope what i i don't really i don't know i i would i'm open to it <laughs> <laughs> i was i i I actually am in the same boat. I, the Frosties, they don't do it for me anymore. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'll, check, the I'll check out the Frosties. I just have that one thing. That's like yeah. my, my entire fast food. It could change your whole life. <laughs> so um, are you, do you guys both kind of uh, just kind of make the rounds in Portland pretty often with the comedy clubs? And constantly. Just kind of constantly doing that circuit. Do you have a favorite out of all of them? Team? Um, 
I don't know. I really like it. Helium, of course, is like yeah. my favorite. That's like, cause there's two t- comedy clubs, Helium and Harvey's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, I think most comics would agree Helium, like, would be their, you know, choice for comedy club. Like, it's just, yeah, it's where they have like all the great, you know, headliners coming through, like mm-hmm. Patton Oswald, Kevin Hart, Maria Bamford. Mm-hmm. But then Harvey's mm-hmm. is like the names there, the people you've never heard of. Yeah. Um, but there's so. but there's good people. I mean, yeah. you just did that run with Gabe Rutledge. He's oh like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. A lot of just like what are they called? Like road comics. You know, people who have like a good set. They take it out. It can go anywhere in America. Mm-hmm. It's like suburban comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might call it. Do you, you know? guys do it together? Are you guys ever on stage together? We we have sometimes. Done that. Yeah, yeah. we just kind of started collaborating on things, and we we occasionally at open mics will split a set yeah. in half and kind of call it the Tim and Traeger three minute comedy <laughs> hour. Yeah. TNT. We'll, That's a nice ring to it. Yeah. It's fun. Do you guys uh, have other jobs or are you just comics? Other jobs. I work at a distillery, New Deal Distillery. Oh, cool. Yes. Where's Potter Town is that in? It's an industrial inner southeast, like oh. 10th and uh, Salmon. Come by. There's tours all the time. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> yes. I actually, it's funny you say that. I actually think there's like a work tour set up to go to. I think that actually. Yeah, probably. Distillery. Yeah, it's funny. Oh. You should. There was like was there was like a group on for it or something. Yeah, probably. And, uh, yeah, I guess I guess you guys are really busy. It sounds like something that's taking off. Yes. The whole... Yeah, we just moved into a new building and have a bunch of new equipment. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah, that's I like awesome. it a lot. It's a nice job. They're very nice people, and uh, and my jobs, the things I do there are production type things. So mm-hmm. I can like work on comedy all day and then go out every night and do open mics and shows and stuff. Tim works at a movie theater. Yeah, yeah. Which one? Uh, it's like Regal Cinemas at Pioneer Place. Oh, okay. Started there a couple months ago. Yeah. Nice. Have so. you seen any good movies lately? Um, Iron Man three. I didn't see, see that one yet. No, I've been too busy. I need. I need yeah. to see it though. Um, because we get yeah free movies, which yeah. is great. Tim so, and I like, went to see the 3D IMAX remake of uh, Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Was it amazing? Was it good? Yeah, it was pretty pretty impressive. When the raptor say. jumps up through the floor or the Madness. ceiling, was it? Tim spent cry? the rest of the show in my lap after that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean that's—I had nightmares for like months after I saw that movie when I was like ten. It was of that scene. It was really good. The 3D <laughs> aspect of it was amazing. Yeah. yeah, I never even saw it before. Like until now, yeah. like I'd oh, never wow. seen it. All my friends wow. had, and they were kind of jealous that I was seeing it for the first time, like there. And that's pretty cool. Awesome. And yeah, the tickets are normally like seventeen twenty-five. So if you want to save a lot of money, apply at Rio yeah. Cinemas. Or befriend and, uh, somebody. I bet you're my, probably better. Yeah, yeah. Is that the only reason I just you guys give him as much vodka yeah. as he can drink, and then uh, <laughs> we this go. This sounds like a good pairing. I it's like it. It's good. It's good. Which is none. No vodka. <laughs> so there's an empty bottle. He just yeah. uses it to clean <laughs> clean things yeah. around the house. <laughs> yeah. I always was impressed with Jurassic Park because there wasn't all the the crazy CGI and stuff, but they yeah. managed to make it look really convincing and it was and just scary. like a guy in a dinosaur suit. Oh no, really. that's there's CGI in Jurassic really? Park. Yeah, well, I mean, there, I think there's a little bit, but those aren't computer generated dinosaurs; they're animatronic. No, those are compu- yeah, they have to be. It has to be like a. Mix. If I had any money to bet because like the mouth and stuff when they're showing up close. I yeah, you have like the the pupil going. No, those are those are CGI's. I know that they do like effects. I mean, I'm sure it's 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 there's effects, but they have like there's like a huge robotic dinosaur that they that they built as part of that. And like I'd like the, to think that they actually raised dinosaurs from DNA and then started <laughs> in the movie. They DNA? killed all Hold of them, and it's a, a total like. This wasn't a documentary. I'm I confused. will go if if it's opening. <laughs> <laughs> it's a total like. Like moon landing thing, it's yeah. all fake. <laughs> real dinosaurs. Did you guys see Jurassic Park one, two, and three? Well, maybe not Tim, I guess, but no, no, Jason, you stopped I don't at one. Think so. Yeah, I'm gonna wait 20 more years until they release a second one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Did you also see uh, when they re-released Titanic for 3D? No, mm-hmm. no. Because mm. that would have been that would have been nice if you just watched that for the first time. Yeah. Yep. Nice well, little date night. With gets you guys. really into Celine <laughs> yeah. Dion. Yeah. <laughs> so I, so um, I remember I remember actually. Did you ever seen that? Um, I guess it is a documentary comedian um, with Seinfeld and uh, Jerry Seinfeld, and he had yeah. another comedian with him, Ernie Adams. Yeah. So he, I remember them talking about how they they're. At some point, Jerry Seinfeld said that his goal was like just to get, I think he just said like five minutes as tight as, as possible. Is that kind of like your goal? Is you always trying to trim, kind of trim and refine and just get like this perfect amount of time? Or are you just trying to like add to the material and have as much as possible? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think most, most comics would definitely agree that you're trying to make it as tight as possible because at the very most, you know, even like top comics now are kind of like Louis C.K. And he, you know, he does like an hour at the most. Like he'll, he'll do like, he'll try to do a new hour each year, which is still a lot for most comedians. But yeah, it's really about making it like as tight as possible. Mm-hmm. Like if I did all the one lines I've ever written, it'd just be hours and hours and hours and it would be horrible stuff. Yeah. Like nobody would want to listen to it at all. And, um, some people don't even want to listen to the good stuff that I have. So <laughs> yeah. they would just I make don't know, it worse. That raisin joke that we heard from you, that was. That was good stuff. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, Tim's style is yeah. is very much based in the one-liner mode and yeah. and then with, you know, all the sort of tags and afterthoughts and whatnot, but my style is much more uh sort of I write sort of pieces that run for 3 to 5 minutes, 7 minutes, whatever yeah. and have like a theme that will run through them and and yeah, I think it's it's like a combination. I feel like the general gist is like you generate raw material and then you take it out and then you hone and refine that while you generate more. So I sort of look at mics as like sometimes I'll go up and be like, it's something I just thought of today. Take it out for a spin, maybe see a couple of places where, that, to work on. And, and then the next night I might go back and do something I've done three or four times and like do that. And, you know, and then you see them evolve and it's a really interesting and fun process and but the there's something really satisfying about getting something down to a razor sharp you know where you know where the laughs mm-hmm. are going to be and you have them and you can build and add th- stuff together and sort of work on crescendos and it's really yeah. fun yeah what made you guys both get into comedy and have you how long have you been doing it tim uh, Jason, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm still trying Tim. to think. No, well, I, I, I had done all kinds of different performance in my life and I played music and stuff like that. And then I got into comedy in like the early, uh, 2001, 2002 and did it for about three, four years, really seriously in the Seattle area and in San Francisco and moved to Los Angeles and did it down there for a while and toured the country once. And, uh, but, but I was in a place in my life where I, I just, sort of came to an end. I was like, I can't keep doing this. I, I, I was using alcohol and drugs in ways that were unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of like, I just d- couldn't see the sustainability of it at that time in my life. And my first level of frustration with the process was too great to really enjoy it. And, but although I was, you know, I had some success and I really liked it in yeah. some ways, but so I lost interest and, and backed out and sort of went to my second, one of my other loves, which is fine art and did painting and went to school for that. And, had some success in that field, but then now I come back to it about a year ago. And since I started a year ago, I've been doing it, you know, like five nights a week and doing showcases. And I have a regular thing at Mississippi studios. Wow. And, uh, so I'm, I'm sort of like a reconstituted comic. So I'm new and old at it. Yeah. And that was my journey. And I do it because I love it. There's really no other, I mean, agenda other than that. It's endlessly challenging, super fun. And you meet people, become friends with awesome people and meet 
other people yeah. like you guys through it who are awesome <laughs> as well. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, it's a nice social art form that's cheap and free and fun. <laughs> It's like a chicken sandwich. It's like, <laughs> it's really... well, it's even cheaper than a chicken sandwich. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you actually... Thanks for bringing it back there. <laughs> yeah. That's You're called a callback in the price. <laughs> yeah. So that was my journey. Yeah. That's really cool. I don't imagine sitting up there on stage and like just waiting. Standing. For... Standing. Sorry. <laughs> Let's get oh. this straight. There's very few aspects that's, that's of it. That's kind of step one. Yeah. Uh, and just waiting for you to hear those laughs. It's just gotta... And when they come, it's got to be just like this great feeling. It can yeah. be. It can be. If you hear, if you hear the laughter, sometimes I'll come off stage and be like, ah, oh, nobody laughed. And then yeah. I'll listen to the tape and I'll be like, oh, people were laughing like crazy. I just. Do you actually get, ever get hecklers? Oh, sure. Really? Why do you guys handle hecklers? I just send Tim out in the audience to strong arm him. <laughs> good thing you have some muscle. Yeah. I don't know if you can see on the podcast, but I have a lot of bruises right now. <laughs> so. There's been a lot of hecklers lately. Yeah. yeah. So what about you, Tim? How long have you been in it? Um, it's been like almost four years. Started about September '09. Yeah. And um, yeah, just kind of like making people laugh, like at work and things like that. And I never thought about doing stand-up, but I had seen Stephen Wright maybe like a couple years before that. Even a friend showed a video of him to me, and we were watching it. It was it was really funny. All these like short one-liner jokes, and then I kind of wrote like my own that same kind of style. And I posted it like on a blog on Bebo, <laughs> which I don't think you've ever heard of. <laughs> I know. It was like people make fun of MySpace. Bebo, you can't even make fun of it because nobody knows about it. <laughs> yeah. It was like the people at my church and like nothing else because there weren't like sexual advertisements or anything. Bebo. And like if you go on there, it's kind of like a ghost town. You can see like old just like comments uh, from, from like, yeah, from before the internet was even there. It's just pictures right. of like papers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, so I kind of wrote those, and then I, like, maybe people laugh, and then I kind of thought, you know, I should try these jokes, like, on stage, and I don't remember exactly how it happened, but there's just, it was all in my head floating around, and then a little bit before I had started, Dave Chappelle came to town um, and did, like, a surprise stop at Pioneer Square. I don't know if you ever heard about that, Mm -mm. but he, like, tweeted maybe two, three, four people, told three, four people, and then, you know, got tweeted around. Then there ended up being about, it was about 4,000 people. Just in Pioneer Square, like, yeah, just in Pioneer Square. When was this? It was, uh, it was probably a couple months before that, so maybe August 09. They have some clips on YouTube. Yeah. But hmm. yeah, that was a classic viral moment, or what Dang. do you call it? Crowd That's source cool. advertising. I wasn't. I wasn't yeah. here yet. We weren't Portlanders yet. Yeah, we'd have been there. I was still trying <laughs> to find a job at that point. I, I didn't care about a comedy. <laughs> so, so that was a big thing seeing him. Oh yeah, yeah. So then I saw him, and then I was like, I would love to do that for a living, just making people laugh and doing that. Instead, I've got to go to the Avalon Theater slash Arcade, which is also maybe hiring. Um, but the movies are kind of older and, um, yeah. And I was like, I'd love to just do comedy for a living. And then I thought I need to get on stage and do this. And so I read, you know, some books, didn't read the whole things, but I read about how you're going to bomb it first and it's going to suck. And what books later, did you gonna... went for you? Well, just like how to books. Yeah. Yeah. They were kind of yeah. like, you know, I knew you can't read how to be funny, but yeah. kind of knew how to make idea. people laugh. And I was like, yeah. I need to figure out how to transition that to on stage. And so I went up at a mic and I talked to some guy there who thought about going up. He never went up and I thought, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be the guy mm-hmm. who talks about going up and never does it. Like right. this is, I, I want to do this. Like I don't mm-hmm. see why this can't work for me if I just work really hard at it. 
And then I did my set. I was like sitting down with my notepad, just like shaking. <laughs> Forty minutes after, I was shaking. I'm still shaking yeah. to this day. <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody laced. I think yeah, I was maybe Jason why, put some vodka your in my water uh, that I drink. <laughs> but uh, this is. It might be those chicken sandwiches. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I just. I got on stage and I did it and I just like kept doing it more and more and more and more and kept ever since, even from the beginning, I just kind of knew that you need to make it tighter, get more and more laughs. And I heard it was a hard thing to do, but it's like, if you work at it and get laughs, what's going to stop you from making it? Like if one or two people heckle you or if even some agents or someone from a comedy club doesn't like you, who cares? If you make everyone else Mm -hmm. laugh, Mm -hmm. nobody can stop you from doing what you want to do. So When people say it's hard, I always think it's not hard, it's challenging. Yeah. Hard is like working in a brick factory in yeah. Afghanistan or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or hard is like being a surgeon or whatever. I don't yeah. know, but like comedy is challenging, but yeah. And, and, it can, and if your ego is really fragile and, and, and at the forefront, it could be yeah. hard, I guess. But like the actual thing, it's like, it's not hard at all. It's just challenging and fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think the hard thing would be, I guess, I guess if you just didn't get laughs, you would know. But it seems like it'd be that's how a you question of, yeah, yeah. Like, am I, am I funny or not? You know, like, yeah. I guess the people will decide. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, well, it's a process too. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, nobody arrives, nobody arrives or stays at funny as a destination. You know, I mean, Jerry Seinfeld right. has nights where I'm sure he's like less funny than other nights. People mm-hmm. who've been in, uh, he's just the name I pulled out of my hat, but right. you know, it's like, you never, you don't just arrive at a place and like, now I'm funny from here on out. It's like, it's, yeah. you're constantly trying to arrive yeah. back at funny and find ways back to it. And, and you'll take detours away from it. And it's all part of the process. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And everybody's comedy is like so different usually, especially once you've been doing it a while, you become more and more unique. Like I used to at the beginning, of course, you know, get compared to Stephen Wright. Now it happens like very, very rarely because my style is kind of like its own. It's developed into like its own thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like too is seeing everyone's style. Like like Jason too, just lots of work and mm-hmm. you know, performing on stage and then you get to that point where you like stand out. Like, you know, all the you know, big comedy names like Louis C. K. right now, of course, mm-hmm. is probably the most talked mm-hmm. about. Then there's like Dave Chappelle and Kevin Hart's like one of my favorites and there's you know, the list can go on and on, but mm-hmm. they're all these people who are so unique. But they didn't just start like that. They started mm-hmm. like everybody else. People telling them they're not funny or they're bombing and bombing, but they just keep doing it for years and then you get to that point where yeah. you're just, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, they call it in the business, you know, finding your voice. But I think there's like the two prongs as far as I can see it. It's like there's, you find your perspective or your point of view and your voice to express the point of view. And mm-hmm. it's, and the point of view is, you know, broad. It's the, your view of the world, of life, of your life, of your place in it. And so naturally you're always going to have new material because your perspective is always changing yeah. and you're, and, but the means to express a interesting perspective and is, uh, what you're developing on stage and, and you're learning your own perspective or your point of view and your, uh, is, is always revealing itself to you through, through doing comedy because you're observing so, so closely because you have to. Mm-hmm. So you observe the world, you observe your own perspective of it and you develop your means to express it. And as you develop those things, that's where you, you move and change. And you know, when you're first starting out, yeah, it's like, how the hell, I don't know what I think about anything or <laughs> do I have anything interesting yeah. to say? And how the hell would I say it in a way that makes people laugh? And then when you get to those plateaus where you find yourself able to do that and you have something interesting or a perspective that's unique, it's like magical. And you go, I want more of that. And I want to go deeper and find yeah. more ways to do it. And mm. it's great. Yeah. Well, it's kind of funny. I, uh, I haven't heard your comedy yet, Jason, but 
It's, it's kind of awesome. I'm sure it is. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'm really you looking forward to it. seeing it. But I don't know. Maybe in a way, it's almost kind of opposite. But it's sort of. It's funny. It kind of seems like your style, Tim, is almost kind of like Rodney Dangerfield in a way, which is like one of my favorite comics. But he's like super, super fast, and you have very sl- slow, deliberate, you know, yeah, way yeah. of telling your jokes. But there's kind of the same idea. They're like, it seems like that's not. Maybe it wasn't ever as prevalent, but it's like it seems really unique. It's like. There's not a lot of those just right yeah. after another just one-liners, you know? Yeah, there's not too many nowadays. Like, um, yeah, whenever I got compared to anybody, they'd say, oh, you're like Stephen Wright or Mitch Hedberg because that's like the only people most people right. know of. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, now there's, there's a few more one-liner comics now. There's like Jimmy Carr, Anthony Jeselnik now has uh-huh. gotten really popular, especially yeah, with the... the Donald Trump roast. And then he's got his TV show now and also had his you know Comedy Central. I think he did an hour recently. And... But yeah, there's not too many like big name one liner comics really. Yeah, yeah like, it's a good form. It's really yeah. it's cool. It's kind of like I being was... a knuckleballer or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is kind of considered a, a subgenre for sure, stylistically in comedy. Yeah, that's funny though. It's great. But um, so what? What do you think about getting this little game going? We have a little, we have a little game planned. Uh, I think it's a great time for it. Does this yeah. involve rope? <laughs> yes. Well, funny you should God, say that. Yeah. <laughs> I will so you be got your that fatted calf. I do. So this is, uh, we are pitting you guys against each other. I know you're Uh-oh. friends, but oh, you might yeah. not be after this. It could be a dark side oh. coming out <laughs> So basically, you're going to debate a, a little topic uh, that Anna has there on, on a card. And uh, yeah. what is it? You get 30 seconds each? I think it's 30 seconds, yeah, but I yeah, need to get then, my timer. And then you get a um, a chance for a rebuttal, but you're basically just arguing for or against just a, like a one word idea or topic. Okay. Do we pick which side? Well, I guess we can go. Yeah, I mean, what did we do last time? Was it heads heads or tails? Or we just said Jason is for Tim is against. Okay, let's do that. All right, Jason, you're gonna draw a card. My awesome four cards we have here left, and just hand it right to me, and I will tell you what you're arguing for without looking at it. All right, you are arguing for skinny jeans. Ready, go. Skinny jeans. The tyranny of baggy jeans. Uh, baggy jeans symbolize a an over in an overly informal aspect in our culture that I don't think is doing the culture any favors. Because what baggy jeans suggest is this. Well, it's this criminality of you know. They came into the culture through hip hop and the, and their, the way that baggy jeans came into the hip hop scene was as this sort of hand me down of this pri- uh-huh. prison. Okay. You <laughs> ready? 30 seconds. Against skinny jeans. I'm against skinny jeans. Against uh-huh. skinny okay. jeans. I'm going now. You're, you're up. You're burning time here. I don't know. What can you say <laughs> bad about skinny jeans? Really? The, the bad thing about skinny jeans Other is that there's general. nothing bad about skinny jeans. <laughs> They're just so good. It's also a loophole. If you go skinny dipping, you don't, you don't have to go completely naked and pantsless because technically skinny jeans, skinny dipping, you found a little loophole when you uh-huh. go out. So yeah. I have nothing Keep bad to say. Right, well, like, that was easy then. Rebuttal ready for skinny jeans. The only thing bad about skinny jeans are the people in them. <laughs> <laughs> You keep going. You got to argue for. Uh, oh, I, I was still. Um, uh, <laughs> so you were saying that uh, there's no nothing bad about them. Yeah. Um, I think except can... for uh, male infertility. 
that has come along with <laughs> <laughs> the comic Kyle Harbert. Yes. Know, the the yes. comic work of Kyle Harbert. It was the pre- look him up online, kyleharbert.com. <laughs> Kyle Harbert, okay. It's Portland Skinny Jean comic. <laughs> Portlandskinny.com. <laughs> Get the skinny on Kyle Harbert. All right. Last one, rebuttal. Why are you against skinny jeans? Okay, I guess I'm against them because they're kind of like, 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 like the chicken littles, like little skinny. It's kind of like chicken littles are kind of the skinny jeans of like fast food, pretty much. And when I think of skinny jeans, I just think of like all the horribleness that is like the chicken little at KFC. And I'm not very good at debates. This is why I do short jokes that are about raisins and like. Hmm. Oreos. I think we All right. Wow. Well, that was really impressive. Gentlemen. I just like food. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know, Danny. What are your thoughts here? Who's well, the, I, who's I think one here? problem with the skinny jean is if you're packing a chicken little, everyone's oh, going to know. <laughs> yes. There's no disguising or that. Or if you eat too many chicken littles, you shouldn't be wearing the skinny jeans too, you know? Yeah. There's a you muffin know? top danger. <laughs> <laughs> muffin top. That would be kind of ironic, though, if you got fat off chicken littles. Feed <laughs> <laughs> a lot true. of littles. Yeah. You're not so little. You gained a little at a time. <laughs> eat a lot of little. I mean, eat them every day. Obviously, I think Tim gave threw in the towel way early on. I got to give it to Jason. <laughs> He's yeah. the clear winner. I mean, oh, hell yeah. I, obviously, we all love skinny jeans here, right? Yeah. Winner definitely <laughs> hugging my calves as I speak. <laughs> Great fashion trend. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. It's funny it. the uh, the disconnect between from where we grew up in Washington to here. Like, you just can't really wear skinny jeans in, in Ellensburg, Washington. <laughs> you got it's, it's not cut. accepted. Yeah, it's just not. well, men in skinny, women in skinny jeans, you can get away with. That. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Of course. What about colored skinny jeans? Any any other thoughts there? No. I like them. I mean, we're in a in an advanced society now. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, you guys have moved out of the radio country. <laughs> yeah, we don't call them colored anymore. <laughs> Jeans of color. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Skinnies of color. Yeah. I just say don't. You shouldn't wear them unless you can really get away with it, and you don't have a really hard time getting in them. Everything fashion-wise, it's about how you feel in the clothes and how they how they you know, how you wear them. It's like, it's all, it's all, you know, it's true. One size does not fit all. For, that's for damn sure. Yeah. And there's, there's some clothing things that you see people in that you're just like, you're not that it doesn't flatter you, sweetheart. It just doesn't flatter you. Well, Portland's so funny because I think that's, that's what people want. It's like, yeah. they're like, this is so unflattering. Oh my God. I have to they have it. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> These glasses make me look so ugly. It's awesome. <laughs> yes. There is something to that. It could mm-hmm. be. It's grown on me though. You know? well, that's what three years important will do to you, I think. You guys don't wow. have any tattoos. I do. She do. does. Okay. She ridicules yeah. me for Here's not one. having any. Gonna We're, say. He said yes. We just haven't gone to the tattoo parlor and done it. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any tattoos? I just have... Let's see. I just have a small tattoo. Wow, that looks like a prison tat. <laughs> I did it to myself when I was 13. I also have this other one that was the same deal. But just, they're very small. I'm... <laughs> For the radio, uh, <laughs> for the podcast environment. Very, very small stick and poke tattoos on my ankles. They are wow. from age 13. I gave them to myself after seeing the decline of Western civilization where they <laughs> give each other tattoos. How do you and, give uh, yourself your own tattoo? I've never met somebody. Uh, it's just a, like a sewing needle and you wrap a little thread around the tip to as a sort of ink yeah. weld and dip it in India ink and then just stick it under your skin. It's the same thing. Was that there infection involved no, with this? No, no, nothing. No, India ink, yeah. is, uh, India yeah. ink is not in toxic. I hope not. Tim, any tattoos? Uh, I got this one. 
show me oh, your back piece wow. when I was born. <laughs> That's really nice. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, mom. It looks like good work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some people call it a birthmark. Yeah, but, you know. not you. Yeah. That's a he has, the, he has a back piece he never shows people. It's full. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's yeah. the goat of Mendy sitting cross-legged with a virgin impaled on his phallus. That sounds nice. You look like the kind of guy that would have that. Yeah. <laughs> then it just says, don't hurt him, Hammer. <laughs> it's got my set list on the back of it. <laughs> just in case I forget, if you yeah. ever see me on stage trying to find a mirror and like line up with it. We were wondering we were what was like, happening there. I didn't there this out. <laughs> so why don't you queue up a little news? All right. So we picked out some of the biggest news stories. I guess kind of the last like two weeks because we, we skipped a podcast last week and there were just too many interesting things that happened that week I, d- I wanted to touch on. So I don't know. What should we start with, Danny? What do you think? I How about know. a couple of shout outs? Oh, yeah. Got a shout out, Mr. Dave Schott. He's yeah. kind of, he's getting shout out, shout out a lot. He's on the leaderboard. I think so. Shot out is a shout out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Past tense. It, that, that's <laughs> getting shot out a lot. <laughs> we shot Dave. Yeah. Yeah. It's because he's always getting the shout outs. We should just call it. We need, we have to do some shout outs. You know, <laughs> I think he's so. Always in there. He'd probably like that. The, yeah. Travis Preble, Justin DeRider, another one. He's probably number two Man. on the leaderboard. And, uh, at Bob Coupe and at Marsh JS ninety. So thanks for getting Thank in touch you. with us, guys. We like the shout or the or the comments. Um, were you guys? I mean, this is a big step for professional sports in the last like week, two weeks. I don't know. Jason Collins came out as being the first homosexual. It's awesome. That's. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge step. There's been other people that have come out like after they've done it, but this is the first person that's in. So he's sports. the first like. He's the first Pro- active player. Yeah, professional, professional. athlete. Yeah. yeah. And mm. it's been like this huge deal. All these people have been supporting it. And you, it's definitely like this great time, I guess, for this to happen, right? It couldn't have happened 10 years ago. Could have, but he would have had way <laughs> yeah. more. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, it's, I think it's fantastic. I'm all about gay rights. And I mean, of course, it's just it's like human time, rights. It's right? just like, yeah, I yeah. mean, there's gay people. Let's deal with it. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Who cares, you know? I'm so, kind of surprised <laughs> that there hasn't been any WNBA players that have come out. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, Isn't that just a just, given that? Yeah, <laughs> maybe that. Maybe nobody cares. No yeah. surprise yeah. there. If they go in, then that's when somebody's surprised. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it would be kind of a shock if somebody came out as as not being gay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I think it's cool. I I'm I'm curious to see how it goes because it doesn't seem like well, he's a free. Yeah, sorry. It doesn't really seem like there's a ton of uh, of tolerance in that group of of professional basketball players. They've been so supportive though. I have mean, they? like haven't like a bunch of people have come out like, well, the ones who know, aren't supportive are going to keep their mouths yeah, shut. Cause yeah. They don't want to lose there's their sponsors. Couple, and stuff. Yeah, there's yeah. been some vocal. There was a couple. But... I remember hearing a couple that were on like Twitter that came out. Sure. It's just like, but people know enough now to like just keep their mouths yeah. shut because they're going to lose money by, yeah. if they come out as being a big old homophobe, it's like people yeah. are just going to be like, Sorry, the culture doesn't dig that unless you're. It was kind of Chick-fil-A. interesting, like the couple weeks like leading up. <laughs> it was like, do they have a good chicken sandwich? I, I have <laughs> supposed to be there, really great. I, yeah. Oh man, we want you need to go there. <laughs> do we even have Chick Fil A's here? I hope not. No, I haven't well, seen one. I don't think so. They're desperately trying to get one, though. I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, who was the head the head coach for the Lakers forever? I For all I know, he might still be Phil uh, Johnson. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, Phil. Uh, Phil Knight. No, that's no, Nike. No, no. no. Phil. Phil. He's like the. It's just Phil. Phil. We know Come Phil, on, Phil, right? The guy with the glasses. The guy who meditated was like a Buddhist. Yeah, and he's like one of the best coaches ever. I just remember seeing an article with him, an interview with him, like 
three weeks ago that was saying they were asking about gay athletes in the NBA, and he was just like, I've just never come across one. I just don't think they they exist, uh, exist in the NBA. <laughs> and then it's like three weeks later. It's like, oh, okay. They exist. Mm, well, there was all this like hype like leading up to it, like somebody's going to come out. It's going to happen. I mean, like, so, you know. It would have been a lot more interesting if it was like uh, – LeBron, you know, like <laughs> this guy, I've never seen yeah. him. You Definitely know. been interesting. Yeah. That well, would have been a lot bigger. You gotta think because it's like he's a 12 year veteran and then it's like he's like a free agent or something after this year. So it's interesting if he'll get signed again mm-hmm. that he's come out. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So people that have been out there know that I'm pretty fascinated with space. And there was a couple really big things that have happened this week uh, in space. But did you guys see the Virgin America launched their the spacecraft that's supposed to be the tourist spacecraft? They did their first test of this. Did you guys hear anything about this? I didn't hear that. Yeah, you know, you know, it's been like years and years and years. Richard Branson's like, you know, we're going to take tourists into space and it's going to happen. And then it was like, apparently it was supposed to happen a couple years ago. Didn't happen. They had to keep pushing it back, pushing it back. And then they finally, this week, they did the first test of it and they got... Oh, it's a big deal. That's pretty cool. They just like, they took it up in another plane and then they let it go. And then there's two pilots in it. And then it got all the way up to like 56,000 feet. And it was a 16 second. The outside of the atmosphere? Yeah. It was 56,000 feet. That's, I think when they actually do, when they actually take people up, they're supposed to be like 60 miles up above Earth's surface, but 56, 56,000 feet. Mm. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. I mean, I actually thought it would have been higher because... I know that there are some military planes. This is going to be really exciting podcast <laughs> stuff, but I think like the U-2 <laughs> can go like 70,000 feet. Holy yeah. crap. Um, I could be wildly wrong. I'm going to do the first Would you guys want to go to space given the chance? Could you, would yeah. you do it? No? No. God, I wouldn't what do it. What about you, Tim? It wouldn't be any hecklers. <laughs> Probably <laughs> not. Be a plus. In space, true. no one can hear you. That would be a little to get an aisle seat, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's going to cost you $200,000 if you decide to do it, Tim. <laughs> I have better things to spend my two hundred thousand yeah. dollars on. My yeah. extra two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand chicken sandwiches from oh. Wendy's. Think of that. You could actually probably stack them and climb to the moon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now you're and how great would it be if that was their in-flight meal? Yeah. Oh god, oh, man. <laughs> Best of new from worlds. Wendy's. <laughs> uh, other space news this week. Well, last week, the Mars rover. Have you guys been watching the Mars rover at all? Anybody? Are you guys excited? No. Mm. Nothing. Oh, this is. How are you supposed to watch it? I, I don't know. You can watch a camera. I'm on it? its Twitter feed, so I get really excited <laughs> when it posts anything new on its Twitter feed. I am interested in in that stuff, but I don't follow almost really? anything in any aspect of the culture. Well, you missed a pretty. Well, we made big it to the moon. Article. I can tell you that. Yes, I've heard about that. <laughs> the Mars rover. I'll debate so. that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's BS. <laughs> Just like the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park <laughs> <laughs> didn't get to the moon. Um, the Mars rover last week, uh, just happened to draw a penis in the soil. <laughs> oh, I did hear about that <laughs> did actually. Did you see that photo? It, it did like a turnaround yeah, and yeah, left like did, a track it, it of it. It literally looked just like a penis. Dick and <laughs> it took a turnaround and made sure it took a picture of it too. I guess just no matter your level of education or expertise, <laughs> <laughs> you still just are a sucker for a dick joke. Yeah. I think so. It just was, you know, and it, it's kind of interesting how it happened too, because I was kind of reading about, well, why could this have happened? But I guess it's, there's, there's NASA engineers that kind of man it and they send up two sets of instructions for the rover each day. So I don't know if like somehow like the wires got crossed or something like that. And all of a sudden there was a penis on the ground. 
And supposedly you can see its tracks from outer space as well. So oh we could be God. seeing that penis for a really long time. Well, for time. some reason, I thought that it was done intentionally. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I like, it seemed hard, like it wouldn't hard have gone to prove it wasn't. Yeah, right. True. Yep. Uh, I don't know how that would happen. It's not, <laughs> we're doing experiments, I promise. Yeah. Think of how many tax dollars are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the most expensive piece of graffiti ever. <laughs> well. It is a really interesting Twitter feed, just so you know, just in case anybody's interested. The last one's kind of sad, but I it was just this in crazy video that I saw this week. Um, did you guys see the one about the, the plane crash? It was in Afghanistan where it's just it's just this really kind of it just looks like this big old plane is just kind of falling like a leaf and then it basically I might have seen that. Was there like a video from the freeway? Yeah. I yeah. did actually it's, see that on weather.com. I just wanted to see, oh, it's going to be nice aside. Oh, by the way, a bunch of people died. Oh, thank you, weather.com. Yeah, that's great. Shout they, out. They just, they just threw that on you? Yeah. yeah. That's not yeah. fair. I didn't, th- yeah. It like, was that's a, that should crazy. be a safe zone. Yes. Yeah, usually here, a lot of videos, they don't show if there's like deaths sometimes. Yeah. For most videos I've seen. Yeah. But, um. And you're going to weather.com. Weather. Car crash. Yeah. Police takedowns. It tricked me. It In said the it was rain, a, yeah. so it's weather. Yeah. I thought it was a cat video. It threw me off. Damn, well, weren't you surprised? Faces of weather. Yeah. They just replaced the plane with a cat. Yeah. And it came That's down. Horrible. And you loved yeah. it. Oh, God. Instead of fire, it was meow mix. That's horrible. Well, that sounds delightful. We are getting a little desensitized. I mean... It, it seems like it would have been a big deal, maybe not all that long ago, to, have to show an exploding plane with tons of yeah. deaths. And now yeah. it's just like front now page. it's just a tweet. Yeah. 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 Just, <laughs> it, the other thing that's kind of, I don't know, it's just interesting, but when you have huge planes like that, you can tell that like they're just not really meant to fly. I mean, like, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> you saw it coming down, and I mean, I haven't read like what they think happened exactly, but it doesn't look like an airworthy crap. Yeah. I mean, it it's just falling like a leaf out of the floating. sky. And then it yeah. explodes. Yeah, if you take away the momentum, they've just yeah. become a piece of metal in the sky. Yeah. They're yeah. not gliders. You know, jets are not gliders. Why did we ever even do this in the first place? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, there's just a huge difference. It's just so heavy. I mean, I've actually flown little planes like a, like a Cessna and like they're the kind where they're very aerodynamic and yeah. light and you t- cut off the engine and you could be floating around like a glider for 45 <laughs> yeah. minutes. Yeah. I mean, it could just, yeah. you put it at the right speed and you're not going to fall out of the sky. But yeah. this thing was like a, I think it was something like a 747. Yeah. Oh, military version. This was crazy. Do you guys, do you, can you fly? Like, are you cool flying? Do you get nervous with that? After those kind of videos, I would think yes. Tim. No. Um, do you get nervous in the air? Yeah, sometimes. I haven't flown too much, but whenever mm-hmm. I get on it, I'm like, if this thing goes down, it's, you know, <laughs> probably not going to be good. Come going like, with it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just like normal. It's, to me, it's just like normal life, except on a little bit more, you know, ridiculous scale. Yeah. You know, it's like you could die anytime, any day mm-hmm. through some malfeasance. Yeah. It's weird because driving is a lot more, you know, dangerous accidents happen mm-hmm. all the time. But what I heard before is that, you know, with driving, you're like, you feel you're in more control mm-hmm. of it. So. But you're probably a bad driver <laughs> yeah. when it really comes down to <laughs> it. Flying, it's just you have to suspend like your animal mind, which is saying like I'm not meant to be flying in the air in a tin can. You know, it's yeah. like right. that we're just evolution hasn't prepared us as animals to face that reality. <laughs> but as yeah. you just have to use your intellect to go. Statistically, I'm fine. Who cares? I'm just in a <laughs> yeah. living room. I'm in a yeah. living room that's way up in the sky, moving at 700 miles an hour. It's yeah. fine. Don't watch weather.com videos yeah, right now. Yeah. Don't go away. to weather.com. Don't think yeah. about it. It'll all be fine. It's... It usually is. <laughs> 
I saw a uh, a poll that they put out on you know MSN or something a few days ago, and it was just, "Do you feel safe flying?" And forty eight percent said yes, which I mean, I I get that, you know, yeah. I can agree with that. It's like just like you're saying, statistically, you're all good. Once you make it to the airport and on the plane, you've like passed the hurdle. Like yes. chances are, now you're fine, you know. So I I get that. It said twenty seven percent said no, and I understand that too because it's like if you do, it's the risk. If you do crash, it's so horrific, you know. Like, have you guys ever heard of that? Um, this is really kind of morbid, but the uh, it's kind of the famous Alaska Airlines flight. They, it's like the Jack Screw oh, flight. Have you ever heard of that? Where they um, a, a screw that controls the horizontal oh, stabilizer God. broke, so that it it pitched the plane up. And they like uncontrollably, there was just nothing they could do about it. Just the screw just like sheared off, I guess. So this plane, it's not funny, but, uh, yeah. but I wasn't in it, so I can laugh about it. But they, okay. it turned upside down in the air, uh, over the Pacific Ocean. And then from 18,000 feet, it took him 81 seconds, totally upside down, flying into the water. So you, you if you're in that plane, it's like, your whole life would flash before your eyes, of course. You know, you yeah, yeah. You realize like this is it. I'm dying right now. All those stages of grief and everything, and you'd still have like 80 seconds to think yeah, about it. Yeah, but you you have no idea though in those situations how you'd actually how it would actually be because I mean I, I you know you could it could be like the greatest 80 seconds of your life just going like well this is it you know it could just yeah. be total peace you might have a vision of Jesus you don't know I mean yeah. it could just be the most amazing peaceful thing. While somebody else next to you is just essing themselves, you know, it's like you don't know. Yeah. They're there could not be a penis well. drawn at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, you get to see. Is that a penis? Yeah. Life is thinking that zone. Yeah. It could it could be a pretty amazing yeah. zone to be in yeah. when you just go. Well, What's that movie? I think is it, it Waking Life. Have you guys ever seen the movie Waking Life? Yeah, I did see that. And then, isn't there like a clip in it where it's like they're just talking and they're like, "This could be like somebody's imagination," and they're like plummeting to their yep. death, right? Yeah, the whole, the whole movie, movie the whole movie is a yeah. just conversation, isn't yeah. it? It's kind of like a bunch of conversations. Yeah, you just, yeah, you know, I think that'd be such a tripped out psychedelic zone just if you <laughs> yeah. could just see like, oh, I have 30 seconds to go. Yeah. I always wonder what that would be like. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, such a mystery. Uh, 13% said that they don't fly. So that makes sense. You just might live in Nebraska or something and, yeah. and you might not. But then 12% said that it depends on the flight. And this one I don't get because uh, I don't know if the pilot just looked at you wrong when you came on the flight or what. If mm. uh, I, I taken off in a storm, maybe that means yeah. or something. I don't know. You yeah. know, maybe taken off in a lightning storm. I just think there's a lot of people that that think they have this uh, this connection energy. They can they can feel you know. But if you added up all the flights that have somebody on it who's totally convinced that the plane's crashing, it's like every plane would be sure. falling out of the sky. So I think you, if you wanna, if you wanna feel safe about flying or not, or not, that's fine. But I think you should just be rational about it and pick one. Yes. That's my, that's my call on that. Yes. Dummies. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. So, um, I think we're just about out of time. I think so. Yeah. We could, uh, we don't normally do a recommendation, but I think we just have to recommend, uh, your guys' comedy. Yeah. So. Do- 
we'll you throw up some links coming up? for that. Can we get some shows where we need to come and see Jason now? Um, well, I, I do a monthly show. I MC a monthly show at Mississippi Studios, mm-hmm. and this is ongoing, so it's a good one to plug. It's every last Thursday. It's called Laugh Thursdays. It's at Mississippi Studios. We have a big national headliner. This month, we have Natasha Legero, who's as good as it gets. Um, and um, I will be – I do have seven minutes or so at each show. Um, and uh, MC them things. Um, Tim will be on one of these bills very soon. And that's a very, really good show. We had Mary Lynn Ricecub from the show 24 last month, and that was an awesome show. And we'll have Ron Funches in June. It's like, it's a great show. You said it was a third Thursday? Last Thursday. Last Thursday. Yeah. On, in Mississippi okay. Studios every month. And that'll be going on and on. We'll have all, all through the summer and into the fall. We'll have a different national headliner each time. That's cool. That's my gig. And then I, you can see me all around yeah. town. Jason Traeger, comedy.tumblr. That's me. Awesome. Tim, what I'll be team? doing the KFC Chicken Little tour um, <laughs> up until about 2016. If they listen no, no. to this podcast, um, <laughs> I've, I've got a, a few this month, but I think the one I'm most excited about is probably it's May 31st. It's a Friday, and I was going to be do, uh, headlining at the Baghdad Theater, which I have not done yet. Sweet. I did it like a year and a half ago, but it wasn't officially headlining. It was just going up last. Um, but this time, I'm actually like prepared and stuff. <laughs> And then, um, since I did one Lars, I, the other four or five ish comics yeah. on the show, I picked them to be on it. They're actually, they do one liners too, mm-hmm. which is oh, really fun. cool. Cause when I started about four years ago, there was only one other person doing one liners here. And now, you know, gonna do a whole show with them. So I'm really excited about that. It's gonna be with, um, the names are like Chris Kemper, Eddie Retch, Barbara Holm, Curtis Cook, and, I think that was, yeah, I think that was. It's a really good lineup. bill, having, yeah. so, no, knowing all their work. Yeah, that yeah. Is very, very oh, and then Trevor Thorpe, he doesn't do one liners, yeah. but he's going to be at the beginning of the show, and then Tristan Spillman is like the host, so he'll probably be hosting that show. So, wow. and That's it's only the day like. day after my show at Mississippi State. Oh, yeah. So you can see both. Perfect. They don't yeah. have to compete. Wow. That's awesome. We should do both. Yeah. Just, Thanks a lot for coming on, you guys. Can I Sorry. ask one more question? Only because it's just popped in my head when you I said you're a headliner. If you're a headliner, how many minutes do you generally have to fill? Um, if if it's like an actual comedy club, yeah. like a real headliner normally does about like 45 yeah. to an hour. I'm more of like a feature, like around yeah. a half hour. Um, the Baghdad, the show isn't too long, so I'm probably only going to mm-hmm. do like 20 to 25 minutes mm-hmm. that night. So That's awesome. Sweet. Well, I really appreciate you guys coming on. It's yeah. been fun. It's been very fun to be here. You have a lovely apartment. It's <laughs> yeah, nice to meet awesome. you both. Thank, Thank you. you. I'm really hungry now, too. <laughs> yeah, I know. Crispy chicken. There's a jack in the yep. box just right down yeah. the street. You can hit that. We'll fly over there. <laughs> Must eat fast food. Yeah. <laughs> Try out their chicken sandwich. They have a pretty yeah. decent chicken sandwich. I was addicted to jack in the box for a while. I don't need to dive into that now. But yeah. <laughs> I, 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 my body would be fine if I never had another jack in the box meal again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Later.